Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All-Stars, a podcast by four emergency tracheotomy nerds. For all of you emergency tracheotomy nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. And Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, Episode 22, The G and Guts. We do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast here and just, I don't know, we're, we're just extremely stupid on Mike for like an hour. Yeah, that's, us. that's about right. It's great. It's our brand. Alright. So uh, what do you suppose the what do you suppose the G actually stands for? Guts. Guts. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things where it's guts in both directions. Like it spells guts downward and guts to the right. <laughs> See, I was going for a gangster. <laughs> I watched this episode. I don't know why it's called this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the secret. JoJo's finally making a berserk reference. Ah. Uh, yeah. Sure. I am the greatest tactician. <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, so we're back on a boat, which is kind of cool. Like, I like the danger that's immediately apparent because this situation is weird for them. They they understand the situation and then draw the exact wrong conclusions from it. <laughs> yeah, where they're like, the boss probably has a personal guard nearby. He like. If we don't hurry, he'll call them, and then we'll be in danger. <laughs> so we better hide out here for a while instead of leaving right we now. We better hide out here and then eat on the patio at a, at a restaurant. I'm like, so tell me again why you can't just leave, like, drive away or boat away. Wouldn't you want to leave Come through the vulnerable away. area? Come sail yeah. away. There uh, you go. Thank you. <laughs> to be fair, if they had tried to just leave via boat uh they would have had a worse time i know they could have just left like they're going through the canals being like well i guess we better not leave like they they could have made it to shore before like the cell phone call finished uh you see (laughs) sex pistols is hungry and you don't want to you don't want to go on a trip with a bunch of hungry boys (laughs) they're they're very hungry joey it's it's (laughs) extremely serious and then Sex Pistols starts talking. Butcherati knows you really don't want Sex Pistols to be that hungry. What, what, this what is a man who's experienced it before, and Probably. it's like, okay, let's pull over. You, you know those mom instincts really, like, fucking kick in? He's just like, fine. Better get you something to eat, honey. <laughs> and then we have our first Trader's Requiem, right? Oh yeah. yeah, the new opening. Trade new opening. Tell me all about it. Yeah, how do you feel about the new opening? Um, there's a there's a bunch of flashback sequences. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the openings aren't particularly great this season. Like this is uh, this is a bad decision. Like, it lo- this looks fine for like other animes, but like, this is kind of eh. I think Traders War Cream is significantly better than Fighting Gold. Uh, I I like the music a little better. Visually or orally? Both. But it's much narrower orally. Visually, I think it's not even close. Um, (laughs) But the song, I actually like a little better than Fighting Gold. 
Because it like it pick. I, I don't like how slow it starts, but once it picks up, it feels pretty good. Oh, I it's I dig got it. a bunch of yell moments. I'm I'm just gonna level with you. I don't really remember it that well. It was not that memorable to me. I remember coming out of Fair. it feeling like, eh. Yeah, but you've you've said that about a lot of the openings. Yeah, actually. but fighting gold was not one of them. <laughs> right? Yeah, and fighting gold got I, I got like in my head gold. super hard. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I like uh, Trader's Walkroom uh, grows. Uh, it grew on me when I listened to it the first time. Like yeah. over the course of the season, it grew on me. I uh, mean, you could almost never forgive it though for having the first like five seconds be in CGI. Oh, uh, and then it just isn't for the rest of it. Yeah, and, 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 and then it just isn't. <laughs> You're like, why would you do this, David Productions? Why did you want to hurt me? Because um, you did. <laughs> I I love where it goes through each and every every fucking character and all their stands and stuff, and then it shows Trish, and you're just like, well, thanks for the suspension of disbelief. <laughs> yeah, that, thanks for that spoiler, I guess, opening, showing I, me what Trish's stand looks like. If this were fucking Stardust, it wouldn't have shown you till it appeared, you bastards. <laughs> I, like... I really do like the visuals on this because everyone gets their own splash that's like an iconic pose with them and their stand that's pretty dynamic. Like a Moody Blues turning from Abakio's old partner into Moody Blues is really cool. Like Naranja's posing off in the background. Bukarati's yeah. like, I, I, I think it's, I, I think the visuals are like supremely well done. On Bruno, this Bruno okay. won't kiss a stand. No. All right, all right, all right. right, right. Now we're in public. (laughs) Tim. Tim, 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 Tim. Yeah. Yeah, You remember how you were like in Fighting Gold? I think there's a part where Fugo steps back. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's in this. It's in this one. Yeah, that's my bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Things run together. Wait, Jorno won't kiss his stand. What the hell is this image? <laughs> At least they don't spoil what the boss looks like. They still have Shadow Boss in it. They still have Shadow Boss, which is very good. <laughs> we do get to see our dear sweet Dopio and Risotto. And Risotto, I love Risotto, man. He looks so mm-hmm. much like an emo goth clown. And that's great. I love everyone him so loves much. emo goth clowns. I I love the blood on the ground. Mm-hmm. With the boss's like fr- fucking quick sound effect, it's good. Oh, I it's love. Th- oh, after the shot of Trish um, using her stand, I love the shot of the whole crew, but they're all color shifted to be like blue and white. Yes, and gold. It's really and gold. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Vista's got a gold plated revolver there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very good. Uh, I I like Trader's Walker a lot. Me too. Uh, I Solid appreciate that we, we go through all of the previous stand fights so that we get to see Fugo again, and then, uh, yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck off, Fugo. <laughs> Goodbye, Fugo. <laughs> Don't get used to that. <sighs> so, yeah. so we, we come back in on what I think is the best scene in the show. I, I, in, it, in, I, in this season, it, unarguably. It is, yeah. it is up there with the torture dance. Yeah, no, no dispute here. This is one of my favorite scenes in the entire show. I, I think I like it better. Than, if I had to cut this to the torture dance, I think I'd cut the torture dance. <laughs> oh. And I like the torture dance. Which is like, they, all right, so they have this scene in the manga, but they don't have Abakio finishing his wine before helping. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> so, it, it, so anyways, like, we're coming back. The boys are eating their, their lunch, and uh, uh, the Sex Pistols is chowing down. What does it uh, look like to other people when Sex Pistols eats? Oh, <laughs> just disappearing in the air. 
Does Mista gain the nourishment? You know what? Maybe Sex Pistols <laughs> is maybe Sex Pistols is powerful enough that they can see them. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I almost hate the explanation more. <laughs> Cuz otherwise uh, as a waiter, it's just deleting matter from the universe. <laughs> as a waiter, do you steer clear or do you just like hope you get tipped extra for that? You're not getting <laughs> Okay. None of them tip. <laughs> like, A, it's Italy, but B, not a single one of the, like, sorry, Bruno tips. The other five fucking wingnuts. Mista would never think to tip a, in a million years. Okay. Neither would Narancia. More uh, importantly. Abakio would know he should tip and not do it anyway. Jordan is stealing from the restaurant. Jordan <laughs> yeah, is stealing from the restaurant. Fugo ain't there, and Bruno probably, like, just throws a couple of hundreds on the table. Yeah, yeah. Most importantly, not one of these chuckle fuck has paid for a meal since joining Bruno's gang. Like, yeah, that's actually fair. <laughs> Bruno does not pay them. They cannot be trusted with money. <laughs> they, get paid in, they get paid in food. Gold the, stars. Like, puppies. Gold star Gold sticker. Stars. <laughs> you did very good this week, Narancia. You beat the po- You beat the enemy, but you didn't bring back the supplies. <laughs> Aww. Aww. You know they fight for those gold stars, though. Like, the second he gives one, Narancha, you get one gold star, and then Mista's in the back, like, give me the goddamn gold star. The banana stickers kind of lost their meaning when we realized we could just buy them. <laughs> we have found out that you could just, you know, buy psychological validations. <laughs> <laughs> Abakio pretends he doesn't care about the gold stars, but he does. He, he asks cares the most. most. Cares the <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this conversation that Misa and Abakio are having did did uh, Rocky write this chapter immediately after watching a Tarantino movie? Like, <laughs> okay, what this? It took me a minute. I'm like, this is a very weird scene. Because they're like, all right, what's a vegetarian? Well, I hear it's someone who doesn't eat meat. That's weird. And I'm like, this is like, like I can't put my finger on it, but it's like just an adolescent conversation about someone who's <laughs> never heard of like a gay person before. <laughs> Wait, you mean they don't like women at all? <laughs> well, then what do they do? Like, it, like, it clicked for me finally where... <laughs> Or like, Narancha looks away uncomfortably. Esmeese is like, wait, but then how do they have se- Which one wears the wedding dress? <laughs> That's this conversation. <laughs> but it is also exactly just... Uh, wait, they don't call it quarter pounder with cheese. Nah, man, yeah. they got the metric system over there. Like, it is exactly that. <laughs> I really like this scene, this manga panel from it, because obviously whoever like translated it did a bad job. Because Mista says, wow, they got style. <laughs> like Granny's walking around like fucking ballers. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Mista. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I, I do appreciate that Mista is the one who doesn't know what he's talking about, though. Mr. Himbo himself. Oh, yeah. Mista, <laughs> brain empty. Just head empty. But specifically for vegetarianism, he's like, wait, not eating meat. Like, <laughs> you never heard of a meat? vegetarian before? <laughs> Narancho's like, well, what about handbags? They're made out of leather. Do you not have those? Narancho, of course, is, is queuing in on the fashion because, you know, he's he's really embracing his new identity. 
<laughs> so a guy walks by, bumps Naracha's seat, gets a little speck of wine on him. And I, again, we can only imagine this is Bebop or, and or Rocksteady being reincarnated together. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's combined. Like, this has to yeah. be the same Bebop and Rocksteady in one soul. Bebop steady? Bebop steady. Bebop. Yes. Bebop steady here. <laughs> and he grabs Narancha by the collar or whatever you want to call uh Narancha's outfit. Oh, he's definitely he's wearing like, a collar. Listen, gimp collar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, listen here, you little shit. Like, you're gonna have to pay for this suit. You know how hard it is to get stains out of this? And then Narancha just shatters a wine glass in his Every- face. Everything that I've been saying for fuck it, like the years that we've been doing this podcast has finally <laughs> been like, realized. It's immediately, finally <laughs> they're like, "Wait, this is probably a stand attack." Yeah. Get them, boys! <laughs> Get These boys yes. are on edge, and they're doing the correct thing, which is detect the first sign of hostility. Yeah, yeah. you did it. Good job, team. Because <laughs> like. This guy goes to the ground, immediately Mista is on him like Naranja is, and they're both kicking the shit out of him. We cut over to Abakia, who's like watching, calmly sips his his, uh, his wine, and then joins in. Can, before we get too far, like, can we please just appreciate the, the acting on the wine spills on his thing, and he's just, huh? Ah! Like, as he looks down to the wine state on his chair. <laughs> it is just a perfect like second and a half of audio. <laughs> the the entire like the timing on this is too perfect because the smash cut to Mista and Naracha kicking him for like and it holds on it for just the one second too long of just them kicking back and forth in two frames. Cuts to Abakio, takes a long sip, cuts back and now Abakio's kicking too. <laughs> it's, just, it's perfect. It's so good. <laughs> this should be every stand fight. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> Demolto shows up, and it's just him on the ground with four of them kicking him. <laughs> and she's uh, like, look, I've got a fishing rod. And the next, it just smash cuts to four of them kicking him, and one of them kicking the old man, too. This after, could be the solution to every stand fight. After thoroughly ruining this man's month, <laughs> um, Abakia's like, hey, wait a second. I don't think this is a stand <laughs> I just love how after Abakia joins in, how much more enthusiastic all of the kicking is. Like, <laughs> the only thing missing was Abakio stopping saying, I don't think this is the guy's an enemy. And then, like, <laughs> then doing Naracha stopping, anyway. but Mista continuing for, like, <laughs> Oh, it's such a good... It's I, so I love good. their solutions man. for, like, helping this guy out. It's just like, oh, man, we just fucked this guy up. Yeah, well, maybe if we he just shows a button on that state, it'll be fine. Ignoring the blood all over it. It's like, blood I think all that, over it like he's fucking Lad Russo now. But, but it's like, I, I, I think it's just an innocent civilian. Naranto's like, oh no, I beat him up. And Misa's like, yeah, wine's going to be hard to get out of this suit. And Naranto's like, oh no, what do I do? I can't pay for this. And, and they're just ignoring the, the piles of blood on this suit now. Oh, oh, like, well, we'll use them to test our food for poison. <laughs> he just shelves food. This unconscious man's mouth. He's going to choke and die now. It's just... Yeah. Now, this is the choking hazard that we see in this episode. <laughs> uh, they did nothing wrong. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no, you're correct. This is very funny and May- very good. Maybe he'll fucking think next time before him bump. he bumped into fucking Naraja and then blamed yeah. Naraja for it. He deserved it. Yep. That's just karma, baby. You know, mm. who gave these boys wine? Or is it grape juice? It's Italy. 
It's Italy. It's yeah, definitely wine. It's def- yeah, no, they've been they're, drinking they're, wine since they were eleven. Their mom is there. Like you can get yeah. wine. You, you know, I think Bruno gives them grape juice and tells them it's wine, right? Uh, I no. think he does that to Narancia. He definitely doesn't do it to Abacchio, who was like drunk off oh, his yeah. ass when that, he found okay. it. Like he would uh, know. Abacchio <laughs> brings his own wine. No, Abacchio <laughs> orders his own grape juice. Look, Joey. <laughs> Have you seen these boys sober? You don't want that. <laughs> I gotta get it's my team. It's to it's keep them a little bit uh, placated. <laughs> gotta keep them loose. I guess that might explain a lot of the stand fights looking back. <laughs> the windshield must be at least 120 degrees below centigrade. Dude, should you be driving? It's okay, I don't have a license, so I can't get a DUI. Perfect. <laughs> What are they gonna do? Take my license? <laughs> Checkmate, <laughs> police um, officer. <laughs> so, um, since we didn't get a backstory in this episode, they had to sneak in some sort of flashback, and it's just Jorno thinking about all the the weird stuff going on with this boy Bucciarati, and he's like, "Hmm, this is weird. But I'm gonna keep it to myself." <laughs> so, so long as he doesn't bury start that eat, down, so long as he doesn't start eating brains, we'll be fine. Just remember, no snitching. <laughs> We're part of the mob. Come on. They decide, all right, h- how are we going to kill the boss? Because clearly with that power that we've vaguely described, he is completely invincible and invulnerable to all forms of attacks. So let's get Trish to solve this problem for us. <laughs> Perfect. Sriracha has a sweet boy moment, but... Because if we learn his identity, we can do something about it. We can can assassinate him, (laughs) which is fine. If he can't see it coming, he can't change the future. Yeah, but they... they, they didn't. They could have killed him on the island. This isn't a plan. <laughs> I know. This is not a plan. <laughs> it's, it's not. That's fine. Don't worry about it. This is gathering information. This is not a plan. <laughs> Maybe he left the clues to defeating him along his tragic backstory. <laughs> God, I swear to God, if we get a fucking flashback for Trish and then a fucking flashback for the boss, I'm going to be so angry. Buckle, baby. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, guys. Victor, Victor, you will count yourself lucky if those are the only flashbacks you get. This oh, season. You, you are not ready for the amount of flashbacks we're going to get. Uh, yeah, so Trish is like, yeah, we got to go to Sardinia. To Sardinia. To Sardinia. You, you mean our- the island that is like... All the way across the country? Cool. Sardagnia. Sardinia. I have a problem with how Narancia is drawn for like the rest of this episode. Yeah, he seems very weirdly off model. He is so beefy. (laughs) He's very beefy this episode. He's like condensed. What happened to my twink? What happened to your twink spoons? Waiter, there's a Jaws in my soup. (laughs) Okay, so this whole fucking scene... I'm just waiting to find out what's going to happen here. He's like, okay, Spoon disappeared. That's weird. All right, he's looking for it. He's not finding it. All right, he goes, gets another Spoon. All right. 
And then, wait, what's have you this? tried? Have you tried looking under the plate? <laughs> like, yeah, this okay. is the exact perfect character for all this to happen to. There's a, yes. there's a piece of spoon in the soup. Okay, it's a, it's looking a little weird. And then he like drops it back in, and I'm like waiting for it to dissolve or something. Like, <laughs> no, and what, shark. And what happens? Sure. So much infinitely stupider. <laughs> what if you stand? Was his shark, Victor? <laughs> what if his yeah. stand was a shark? I like how stupid this stand is. Uh, it's called the Clash. It's great. There's a shark in my suit. This you is a what? Stardust Crusaders tiered stand right here. Victor, <laughs> the Clash. That's a music reference, isn't it? Yeah, Why, well, yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Calling through the faraway towns Now war is declared And battle come down London calling to the underworld Come out of the cupboard You boys and girls London calling Now don't look to us Phony Beatlemania Has bitten the dust London calling See we ain't got no swing Except for the rain Of the truncheon thing The ice is Welcome to the only JoJo's Bizarre Western music reference that matters. This week, we're covering The Clash, and I can't think of any better band to immediately follow up the last Western act we covered, The Sex Pistols, because The Clash was one of the London punk bands that was part of the scene at the same time, touring together and auditioning among the same crowd of musicians and wannabes that The Sex Pistols had already been through. The core of The Clash was their two primary vocalists and songwriters, Joe Strummer and Mick Jones. They got together in 1976 as kindred spirits. Both had seen the Sex Pistols in action and knew that they had seen the future of rock. They were much more disciplined than the Pistols, though, and spent weeks rigorously tightening their play before properly doing shows. When The Clash and The Buzzcocks opened for The Sex Pistols in August 1976, that was kind of the moment that the British punk scene became a real movement set to take over the UK. And then in January of 1977, not even six months later, The Clash signed a huge record deal and killed the movement dead for many people. Here's your first big example of a major player in punk, quote, selling out, and some fans and critics never forgave them. For the band, though, the contract was a huge boon. The wealthy classes of England were not producing punk bands, you know what I'm saying, and the members of the class just wanted to be able to fucking eat every week without worrying about it. Their self-titled debut album was released later that year to fantastic sales in the UK, but the label refused to release it in the US because they thought the punk sound would be completely unmarketable there. So their follow-up, 1978's Give Em Enough Rope, was produced under orders from the label to achieve a more mainstream sound for tender American ears, resulting in an album that no member of the band liked or enjoyed working on. And it wasn't even a success over here, so nobody ended up happy with the process. The Clash was able to parlay a successful UK tour into a successful tour of the States, though, and in 1979, their first record became the most imported album of the year, ultimately pressuring the label into giving it a US release, uh, albeit with a modified tracklist. They returned to the studio that year with renewed vigor and produced their magnum opus, a double LP by the name of London Calling. 
more than just a punk record, it includes elements of reggae, ska, rockabilly, hard rock, jazz, and R&B. It has been named one of the greatest albums ever made by numerous publications as it bridges the gap from punk into the post-punk and new wave of the early 80s. And the lyrical content touches on heavy social and political themes, mostly told as vignettes of various fictional Londonites. Despite being 19 songs long, London Calling only clocks in at 65 minutes and very few of the tracks could be considered cuttable at all. And on top of the music, the album art is an amazing black and white shot of their bassist smashing his guitar against the stage with the name of the album in pink and green lettering to mimic Elvis Presley's debut album. Every part of the finished product is considered iconic and it's been in the top 20 of all three iterations of the Rolling Stone 500. The record was also a smash commercial hit at the time, producing the band's highest charting single in the UK and the band's first top 40 single in the US. That UK single was the title track, the very first one on the album. In America, their hit was the last song on the record, added so late in production that it wasn't even listed on the original sleeve of record labels. And though there's more to The Clash's career after London Calling, I'm going to stop here, and we're going back into the show on that hidden track, Train in Vain. Yeah, Victor, you've got to let me know. Should I stay or should I, Jojo? I think you should oh. Joko. <laughs> Joko, goddammit. Uh, I love the clip Later, of Mista. there's a shark in my suit. <laughs> Mista pointing his gun at the broken plate is very good as he's on his hands and knees. <laughs> I'm glad we established how much of an idiot Narancha is when he's looking for a spoon because the rest of this episode doesn't work. Like, this, they start out just on the fucking ball, kicking the shit out of that guy, and then they all get lobotomies again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine, like, one of your teammates being attacked by a sand and then, like, really acting weird, and then you just don't do anything about it <laughs> you crying. you treat him like a moron you don't She's like an idiot. Try, you dumb motherfucker like this is not even like the first time they've been attacked and narancha has been the one who realizes it right yep yep narancha uh, blows up the fucking table while giorno picks up the turtle I do love the scene of Naraja holding the spoonful of soup up, like, <laughs> still so perfectly soup. having it, like, up to his face, like he's gonna drink it, and then he looks down and there's a shark still in his spoon. <laughs> just, just too dumb to just not do this. No, it's very funny. It's, it's very funny. so very funny. It bites off his tongue, 
And I love how it's just chewing on it like the shark's doing a blip. His tongue is steaming. No one notices. <laughs> it, 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 is like, very, it is very funny that none of them see the stand at all. Yeah. <laughs> because that Everyone makes sense. Like, like, he falls over. His tongue's been bit out. His, his mouth is steaming. He's pointing at... The stand. the stand. Which, again, there's no reason other people shouldn't be able to see this. So maybe Mista's just an asshole. Yeah. Like, this has vibes of, like, Polnareff trying to get Kakuin killed. Like, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a very straightforward stand. You, like, two seconds in, you understand what it does. It teleports between water. And it's like displays that, and like this scene, like it's just like keeps hopping between like wine bottles and wine glasses. It's pretty cool looking. It's okay. I, I it has a weird like it is just a tiny little fish. Sometimes, sometimes it's huge. Sometimes it's huge, but I don't like its little like jewel in its head. I do like the re- like it looks like armor, sort of. Does look say. a bit armored. I love the theme. It's got the, like, they remixed the Jaws theme to make a JoJo theme for the Clash here. Amazing. Amazing. I've listened to this theme, like, when I was doing the uh, the write-up for what we're doing interstitials on, I found, like, this, you know, the Clash's theme is modeled after the Jaws theme. And I looked up, looked it up. It's amazing. Uh, you should just go listen to it on its own. Yep. Perfect. Uh, shout out to David Productions and Yugo Kano, the... Um, composer for this like that, say what you will the the music is always fucking excellent in these Jojo animes always just good. out of the fucking part uh, so cu- so cutting off your tongue immediately uh, kills you right because it stops yeah. your breathing <laughs> and uh, Narancha is a Hamon user and breathing is uh, his one weakness it does not make any sense that it does not bleed before this that it suddenly <laughs> makes him unable to breathe now. And you, um, I'm not a doctor, but I don't think it works this way. I'm not a doctor, like. but I play one on TV, and I, <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you, TV. I can tell you that it does not work this way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pro tip: as far as often this is seen, like this is seen as often as the fucking paddles on medical. Don't do this at home, kids. Ever. Oh you no! A pin cannot pierce a trachea without collapsing it. Doesn't work. You gotta cut it first. Also, don't do that either. <laughs> Did they go full emergency tracheotomy on uh, yeah. on our, our sweet boy? <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. He, uh, Jordo probably can do stand bullshit. Don't. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. I don't know. Sure? <laughs> it's fine. It, it seems unnecessary. I don't think. I don't think you immediately die when you have a cut off tongue. Apparently, you do. So. <laughs> After this scene, we, we we go back and we see who's doing this. And they're the two straightest men that have ever existed. In <laughs> oh, yeah, church. just two it's, straight it's, bros. Just hang it out. Just bros being bros. Bros being Guys bros. Being just Squalo and Tiziano. <laughs> just, just chilling, you know, lounging all over each other. Got to conserve body heat when you're dressed that scantily. I, I, I love you know, hang this. Hang out with you, Joey, and you know, I'm be like, I'd just be hanging over you, like, sup, Joey, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Just, you know, <laughs> doing stuff. How are you? Acacia <laughs> called this out, but these motherfuckers just look like Cloud and Sephiroth. Like, 
It is in a very strange way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see that. They're very angular. <laughs> but it's just okay. like the, the shoulder, the metal shoulder pads, with the, <laughs> the, the purple suit, like the... <laughs> They are just draped over each other the entire time. And um, Tiziano has a very distinctive voice that... I'm like, where the hell do I know this from? And I'm like, oh, A, he's one of the famous... Like, the anime that guy's... He's in a lot of shit. Like, um, One Punch Man, Tiger and Bunny. But the thing that I was like, oh, that's what I... Grant, Uh would you believe that we have a common writer game reference here who who is he red red yui the one of the invest the the green guy the green king invest from the second half of the series weird (laughs) yeah i was like oh it's that guy it's just like guy how deep and silky his voice is like whenever he says I'm like, oh, this is this is good content. Yeah, <laughs> he's Yonji Yonji Vinspoke in One Piece. He's yeah something in Attack on Titan. He's like he's just in a lot of things. Um, oh, he he plays someone in Sekiro. He plays someone in God, he he's just in a lot of shit. It's such a good voice. He's got he gets a, around. He's got a good voice. Yeah, excellent voice. Squalo. I so, like these two characters. Yeah. Two bros. <laughs> I, hanging oh, out. <laughs> assassinating kids. <laughs> They're just two roommates, you know? Yeah. Sitting out, Sit, lounging two, out on the porch. Two <laughs> eligible bachelors. <laughs> yeah, just two, living together. Imminently eligible bachelors. <laughs> He <laughs> died a bachelor, having never married, and left his scarf collection to his longtime roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and requested that be, they be buried together. <laughs> oh, man. Just you get up Platonic 69 with my bros. Um. Yeah, just. <laughs> Live the dream, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just they're, talking they're about they're how, a like, lot, even for stage users. <laughs> they're, they're great. I love I, them. I, I yes. love them. My they're favorite great. enemies this season. I didn't say too much. I said a lot. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're the, the boss's elite guard. Ooh. Ooh. We're gonna take all five of these and then uh, go and have get in the hot tub together or something. Yeah, yeah. six <laughs> feet apart because we're not gay." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so there's the other half to the stand fight there's not just a shark that can teleport but there's also talking heads yes the stand that makes you lie (laughs) the stand that has no rules yeah because it's like it makes him point in a different direction like it's just full control right now Uh, it makes him write down gibberish when he tries to write like write it down in the manga (laughs) like sometimes it just he grows a really long tongue that does things yeah (laughs) just like what which Hot, no, can I... already do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. This is just that's all Naranja, baby. Real Gene Simmons over here. Have you uh, have you seen the the true version of it in the manga? No. Oh boy. Look at look at look at the bottom left of that screen. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got like weird tentacles on his head. Yeah, Talking he, Head's a something. He, he looks a, a weird thing. He looks a little bit like the baby from Men in Black. 
Yeah. Yeah. The okay. one that pukes on him a lot. Yeah. You're exactly right. That good call. Good call, Tim. <laughs> yeah. So Talking Heads is a is a tiny little stand. Attaches. It becomes his <laughs> tongue, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Um, it became his tongue, and and now he can't. Uh, he can't tell the truth. He can only tell lies. All right, but how did one of up- us only tells the truth? <laughs> the other only tells lies. Has a shark based stand. <laughs> and then, but all uh, uh, the rest of the crew is like, "Okay, boy, where would he go?" Where'd like, he go? Oh, Where'd he go, Naracha? Where'd like, he go? Big this is he? not oh. my beautiful house. <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. How did Naracha, I get here? How big was the stand? Was it this it, big? It was the size of a pebble, and it went in the restaurant. And everybody's like, "Huh?" Like, does Naracha just always act like this? Why is this not alarming behavior? Like, Jordan's the only one who picks up anything, and it is way later than he should have. <laughs> yes, Mister is like. I'm pretty sure I saw it, and it was about this big. And then uh, Misa's uh, and the uh, Narancha's like, no, 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 this is a me, bad me. stand. Shouldn't you be able to like trick this very easily? Yes, but the only one dumber than Narancha is Mista, which is just like Narancha does not figure out how to solve this problem. Mista actively makes it worse. Araki uh, Apakio doesn't pay attention to anyone, and. Unfortunately, our dear sweet mama boy there, uh, Bruno, <laughs> takes it. He's like, no, wait, we have to actually take this seriously. But <laughs> leaving Giorno to fix the problem. <laughs> uh, this could have been a situation like, why is it Trish helping this time? This would have been a good stand fight to give Trish some screen time because you don't fix this by being a stand user, you know? Uh, she's busy being in the turtle where, yeah. where there is not where <laughs> there is not one liquid. Yeah, and that's actually probably true. Oh yeah, that's the other thing that we pointed out earlier. It's just that we have the, the these four chuckle fucks just sitting around a table eating, and then we get a shot of Trish in the turtle with nothing. So sad. <laughs> no, they. Look, I bet they're gonna like scrape some scraps into the turtle later. Yeah, <laughs> here you go. Here's here some go, nourishment, Trish. turtle. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a lot of, like, Naranja trying to avoid saying lies, and he's just freaking out. He's flailing everywhere. He, like, contorts, <laughs> trying not to lie, and he still lies. I really like when the clash goes into his tears. Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that is like, such a flex. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna put my stand on your face, idiot. <laughs> God, you can't do anything about it. It's gonna stand slap you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, take it. I, I love when it switches over to uh, Squalo, and I always fuck up his name. Tiziano, uh, dude, Tiziano. They're exquisitely animated there. Uh, like they're radiating blue and pink energy at each other. It, it's so good. Just <laughs> two hot roommates. It's just two hot dudes. <laughs> doing straight guy shit. <laughs> you think they already have roommates, or <laughs> yeah, you're, you're looking? You're looking for some to move in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they, they all get lured into the bathroom. Like they have a good idea of like, all right, we have moody blues. That just kind of solves this problem. We don't even have to listen to Naracha. <laughs> Brilliant, good plan. Except. You'll, Naracha lied to you when he told you to go in the bathroom. 
If only I would know. Emphatic, his confirmation's like, "Yup, it's in there." (laughs) (laughs) And he immediately is like, "Ah." (laughs) Jorno's the only one who picks up on like Narancha being weird right now. The tears streaming down his face. Yeah, waterfall tears. Yeah. How aggressively he like pushes a Bakio out of the way to go piss in the toilet. <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> everyone look at here at me. Everything. Like, everyone look at me. <laughs> She's just pissing in the toilet. Are, I, why are you all so bad at stand fights? <laughs> like I realize your whole like world has been shaken up by the last hour, but you really need to like keep the keep your shit together. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is uh, abnormal behavior. They should be noting. Uh, 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 Narancha is trying his best to like eliminate sources of moisture in the bathroom. Like he gets like a paper towel to like dry up the sink faucets, and like he turns, he like t- twists all the knobs to make sure they're not dripping. And, and then his tongue snakes out of his head and and, and turns on the faucet at full blast. This prehensile tongue that is three feet long. That's honestly the most upsetting part of this, the fact that Narancha has to lick a bathroom tap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's it's better because it's not an American bathroom. You think so? No. I no. I do not. <laughs> uh, not gonna not gonna lie, I would use the stand all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With my roommate. don't do that to ray (laughs) no babe i'm not down right now let's just go to bed (laughs) i'm tired uh narancha pees to in order to dissuade abakio for some reason he didn't want Uh, him to go to the toilet because there's a shark in the toilet but abakio is our number one piss boy yeah, more likely to pull a man if anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, uh, "Well, fuck this. We're leaving, Naracha. You're not being serious about this stand. The chewed your tongue. You the chewed your tongue off. We're leaving and leaving you and Jorno in the bathroom." Beast <laughs> is still on. God, Naracha, are you sure you saw his stand at all? Maybe he cut his own tongue out. Yeah, that's <laughs> normal. <laughs> Um, and so as everybody goes to leave, uh, Narancha is still trying to cover his mouth to keep himself from telling any more lies. And then his tongue goes full venom on him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it, it worms its way between his hands and like goes all the way down to his pocket to pull out his switchblade and cuts his hands. To keep Jorno in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So Jorno will help Narancha and leave him alone in this wet ass room. <laughs> it's a classic Naraja problem solving move here to like do a really stupid solution to his problem that technically <laughs> solves it but then makes it way worse yeah so he's like he's gonna use the blood to kill Jorno. I better blow up the bathroom to heat up so I can cauterize my own wounds <laughs> that'll teach him see Jorno, now you're safe as he's standing in the like big old pipes. big old puddle of water <laughs> that is not in the a worst possible solution. That is very much not a pipe. <laughs> I mean, Jarno's like that too. sure was weird. 
Uh, it seems like you're under attack by something. There's definitely no plumbing in that wall. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it would make no sense structurally. None. <laughs> nope, don't worry about it. But it's don't. Italian pipes. Uh, so... A big old different over there. A, a big old clash appears and just eats Jorno. Yeah, just right in the just, throat. Just real, real big chomp. Uh, so this real, is no, really gruesome. So this is no longer JoJo's bizarre adventure. This is Bruno's yep, bizarre sorry. adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Jorno dead. <laughs> like, there's no way that this would like he would survive this. No, it's no. It's, it's fucking rugged. <laughs> like, that's uh, fucking dead. He. Uh, he I, he bit off his tongue. You want to know what his goddamn like description for the clash says? All what? right, uh, it's still strong enough to slit a throat. Yeah. <laughs> Remote, okay. Remotely controlled, has low power, still strong enough to slit a throat. Or I guess just drag someone down. God. <sighs> All right, Victor, how'd you like the episode? It's a dumb fucking episode, but it is yeah. at least good. <laughs> like it's a good yeah. dumb. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm always here for Naranjo being an idiot. Me too. This is a lot even for him, but like, <laughs> I, honestly, Mista's the standout dumbass this episode. Yeah. What's a like, vegetarian? What's a vegetarian? What, you mean they can't eat meat? <laughs> Naranjo probably just cut his own tongue out. Stop lying about stand use. <laughs> Are you sure you were attacked? <laughs> uh... How do you feel about our new ending? That's brand Ooh, new. Yeah, That's Modern Crusaders. New. I was I felt pretty good about listening to it, and I picked when I when I did the Enigma interstitial last uh, season. I I almost picked the exact section of the uh, song that's in the, the ending here. Uh, <laughs> Stand up. Yeah. I, Join I, us. Yeah, I, but I chose the first version of that instead of the second. So, you know, that goes into the bridge. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't quite get it, unfortunately. Uh, how do you like the uh, the stand tower? I love I love this uh, visual. How do you like uh, How do you like sticky fingers like moving to give Misa a blowjob? I I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How do you like uh, whatever it is King Crimson is doing? <laughs> I I actually like this. I think I think it's the best visually of all the ones we've gotten this season, and I do like stand up like. Uh, what Modern Crusaders. Modern Crusaders. I, I I like it. It's no freaking you. It's no freaking fair. you. I don't feel. I don't end the episode feeling horny. Yep. And that's how you should. Well, I mean, I already feel horny because I'm watching JoJo. But yeah. Uh, it's very. It's very good. I love all the like weird. I don't know. Gold falling down. Yeah. It's, it's like confetti. It's it's an odd visual choice because we're not stealing a bunch. It's this isn't a heist season. Yeah. Ooh, I want a heist season of JoJo. Oh, I would watch oh, a heist season of JoJo. That'd be pretty good. That is King Crimson, isn't it? So, sorry. Sticky Fingers is moving to give King Crimson a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what, what exactly King Crimson is doing, but it's really <laughs> weird looking. It's very strange. It looks like he's playing with sex pistols. <laughs> uh, King Crimson has finally decided to be a good dad, but only to sex pistols. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thank you all for watching. Where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalonis. That's Los underscore Grantalonis. You can find me, Tim, on Twitter at Big Blue Zam. We'll be posting. Uh, I don't know. 
How about the, two roommates being bros? Two roommates being bros. <laughs> yeah. Guys Pictures doing stuff. <laughs> dude doing dude things. Warm your bros. Yeah. You you can find me on Twitter at TF Waffleman. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Joe Star All Stars. Uh, follow the Twitter and you know get your Twitter updates and fun jokes from Grant uh, with screen caps and uh, you can get your episodes in all of your usual podcasting episode places: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joe Star All Stars Fireside FM. And if you want to contact us, feel free to send something to joestarallstars at gmail.com or visit us on the official unofficial Discord server that was set up by Dan yeah, stand on Twitter. Stand up. Join us. Stand up. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but, you know, leave, leave a five-star review, something. Like, we, we appreciate it. Maybe get that in front of get us in front of some more people with this really, really stupid thing we do every week. <laughs> Just uh, We really appreciate each and every one of you that listens. We really do. Thank you. Makes our days. God, can you wait for the part two of this exciting fight, Victor? Can you, like, where could you think this fight could possibly go from here? Because <laughs> it's a full episode. I, like, we, we just killed Jordo. I mean, like, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> like, Jordo's just dead. <laughs> that is that is a full-ass shark bite right in the jugular. Like, I... Yeah, get ready for Naranja's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, Naranja's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> No, we're just going to switch perspective. It's Fugo's Bizarre Adventure from here on out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck that. I'm so excited. Yeah, like we're just going to total party wipe here, and now we know why we split the party. Get that Swiss cheese boy out of here. <laughs> Fugo has to... You switch over, and Fugo has to revive the party. <laughs> he, he meets up with, with Koichi, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Koichi and Fugo tool around Italy for a while. <laughs> and Yukaku, but from 20 meters away, but always watching. <laughs> like, Tio was trying to take over the world. Kira was, you know, a serial killer. The boss, like, sells drugs and to kids, but, like, I, <laughs> this is a problem you could walk away from, unlike <laughs> maybe the other two. Uh, and look. Just because he does a lot of other things doesn't mean he isn't also a serial killer. I mean, yeah, he's but probably committed like way more murders family. than Kira ever did. Ooh, I don't know. Kira, I think, killed a lot of people. <laughs> Maybe the boss ordered more deaths. The the boss is I, definitely responsible for more deaths. Eh, yeah, I'd say I'd say so. Especially with <laughs> the drugs, Joey. Think of the children. Remember that. Remember that fat kid that Bruno fucking infiltrated? <laughs> yeah. He meat invaded. He meat invaded? Uh. Yep. Think right. about him. Uh, Next nope, time not gonna, say not going to think about that kid. Thank you all for watching. This is Joe Star All-Stars <laughs> signing out. For all of you emergency tracheotomy nerds out there. Say goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Actual Jojo. Goodbye, Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah, goodbye, Jordo. Forever. <laughs> Vintage cast iron Michelin <laughs> man figure? No. Ooh, $275. Oh, what a bargain. <laughs> it's possibly also 275 pounds. <laughs>